Today's episode of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast is brought to you by Hostfully, the market leader in digital guidebooks for short-term rental hosts. With Hostfully, you can create a beautiful online guidebook that you can send to your guests so they have a better experience and you get fewer questions. Sign up now at hostfully.com to get two months for free by using code PAD. That's P-A-D. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome to podcast episode number 401. Today I have a very special guest, Miss Rachel Gainsbro. And she is, she does a lot of stuff. She does a lot of stuff. So there we go. She's the co-founder of Short Term Gems, which is a uh, short-term rental company out of Georgia. She's the chief of staff for all Pocono rentals. Somewhere in the mountains, I'll let you explain. <laughs> She's also a pharmacist. In daily, in the daily, in the day to day, so she has a full time job as a pharmacist. She has a husband. She has three dogs, two children, and she's a Legends X graduate. And she still found the time to come and talk to me on the Get Paid for Your Path podcast. So really appreciate you joining uh, the show today, Rachel. How, how are you? Oh, I'm great, Jasper, and thank you so much for having me. You, my friend, are crushing it. I absolutely what you're doing with the information that you're sharing with everyone. So I really hope that everyone in the audience who's listening, if you know someone who would benefit from the information that Jasper is sharing, do not be greedy. Share this out with all of your friends because he always provides really great value. Awesome. I appreciate that. So how do you find the time to do all these things that you're doing? It's a lot. It's crazy, right? (laughs) And so it really has to do with leveraging my resources. I leverage as much help as possible. And the work that I have to do myself, I do myself. And the work that I don't necessarily have to do uh, myself, I definitely leverage it and delegate to others. And so that's something that LegendX really helped me with identifying what are my revenue generating activities? What are the things that I absolutely have to do? And what are the things that I can outsource to others? And there are so many things that can be outsourced, believe it or not, whether it's house cleaning for my own personal residence or even getting a chef <laughs> to cook a couple meals a week, whatever it is, it can be outsourced. And so I definitely use my resources, whether it's my mom or my brother or someone to lend a helping hand. I do have a couple of assistants and VAs and the whole gamut so that I can then focus on the things that I need to do uh, for my business and for my career. Yeah. You you mentioned something that's, that I found really interesting, which is, um, you know, we, we always think that there's more things that we have to do ourselves than in reality, we really have to do. Right. So in, in Legends X, one of the exercises that we have all the students go through is an exercise where you write out everything that you do in your business and then you score it 
you give it a one, a two, or a three. Uh, a one means that you can outsource it. A two means that you think that you have to do it yourself. And a three is like you you absolutely have to do it yourself. And you know, people always ask us like, why why is there a why is there three options? Why is there not two options? Like you can either outsource it or you have to do it yourself. And that's because you know we notice that people there's a difference between what you think you have to do yourself and what you really have to do yourself. And there's always a lot more that you can outsource than you initially think. That is so true. That is so true. And the more you complete this exercise. And it's okay to do that exercise again and again and again because things change and you realize, okay, really, I, I really don't have to do this. Who really said I have to do this myself? And so for those things, it's it's real, it's better to outsource. And it's doing a daily routine, a weekly and a monthly routine where you're identifying, okay, what are the things that have consumed the vast majority of my time? Where are my time blocks? And just getting really, really laser focused and really organized. It's not perfect. I got to tell you, it's still a work in progress. I think it's something I'm going to be uh, work in progressing for the rest of my life, really, because there are so many things uh, that change. And so you have to readjust all the time, but then you have to take a step back and reevaluate again on how to manage it all, you know, and uh, part of it is managing it, not always doing it, but managing it. So, yeah, right. you're absolutely right. Awesome. So give us a give us a quick uh, background on the the two short term rental companies that you're involved with. So let's start with the with the one that you co-founded, uh, Short Term Rental Gems. Tell, tell us about sure. that company. Yeah. So Short Term Gems is a boutique luxury brand out of the south of Atlanta. And that's where we're starting. We started a couple of years ago. My husband and I, he is the, also the co-founder. So he and I, we started this company um, just looking for a way to provide furnished accommodations for travelers that are coming to Georgia to either see family or for business travel. And so we just purchased a home. We primarily are landlord owners, that portfolio. We purchased a home. We set it up as a rental, placed it on Airbnb, and the rest is history. So at that point, we realized, oh my goodness, there is something to this. Uh, we loved to host. We loved our guests, and, and we expanded. We then purchased another home, and we have one that we're actually building, a new construction on the beach in Florida, Scenic 30A. And uh, so we, we just absolutely, absolutely um, love the model. Uh, we expanded our investment into the Poconos of Pennsylvania as well. And then that's how we connected and we met with our partner, uh, Svetlana, for all Pocono rentals. And we just continue to want to grow and, and do more of a powerful pivot because I will tell you the market's changed in terms of the ability to just go and purchase things right now. The prices are a bit higher than what our budget is set for. And so our major pivot has been to arbitrage as well as to property manage and co-host for others, which is something that we weren't, I, I wouldn't say we were that keen on in the very beginning because we love to buy and hold. But then, you know, once the economy changes you and you're doing something you're passionate about, how do you continue to grow in, in that uh, respect? And so for the arbitrage and the co-hosting is definitely something that we explored and we were doing, we're really crushing it <laughs> there as well. So we're, we're enjoying it and looking forward to um, purchasing some more when we find the right property. 
Awesome. So let's talk a little bit more about short-term gems because one of the exercises that you go through in Legends X is uh, really defining and getting really clear on the guest and the partner avatar. And you have a very interesting guest avatar. So tell yeah. us about that. Yeah, absolutely. So our guest avatar for short-term gems, and I think this is another pivot that um, happened after the pandemic was we were hosting guests who were coming to the area, whether it's to lecture at a university, professors, medical doctors, I being, you know, having a doctor myself, that is my avatar. I'm typically my avatar. So if a doctor is coming with a large family to an area and they're looking for furnished accommodations and they don't necessarily want to stay in a hotel, they want to cook their own meals. They want to have a bit of a backyard for their kids. They want to travel with their dog. My my property definitely would fit that bill. So that's where we started. However, when we uh, recognized that travel had been reduced significantly, we noticed that there are a lot of people staying at home and utilizing a lot of the resources within the house. And unfortunately, some things would happen to the home, whether it's the pipes, a flood, a fire or something, and fires happen sporadically, but a lot of the flooding would occur due to a little bit more overuse. Uh, you know, some kids are at home, they would stuff something in the plumbing and then there's a flood. And so we were getting inquiries from both Airbnb, Verbo, as well as some other websites for our home to be used by an insurance company for these homeowners who were displaced from their home for a number of months. And the period of time would be initially a booking for 30 days, but we all know that with construction delays, 30 days is not going to be sufficient. So that is that just became our, our big client avatar. Matter of fact, we have a guest today, that a potential guest today who live on a farm less than 30 minutes away and a portion of that farm has burnt down. And so they need to be close to their livestock and we're within 30 minutes drive to where their livestock is. And so they're reaching out. It's a very big family and uh, they're reaching out. So our guest avatar is large families that need to stay in one place together. And uh, they have pets, they have children. So very family friendly. A lot of times multi-generation families, uh, that is our avatar. Uh, here in in Georgia, and it's a similar avatar in Poconos as well, but for a different purpose. But large families, you know, looking for a place to stay with pets, with children, with teens, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I'm not surprised that you're crushing it because that's a that's an avatar that, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people that are traveling currently as, with their entire family, right? People go to destinations that are close by so they can bring their dog and they. You know, they can bring their entire family. How do you adjust the experience to cater specifically to that avatar? So how we adjust it is, for instance, when we were hosting guests who are traveling in and out for two or three days, we recognized that the appliances, there was zero use to the appliances. The fridge was never open. They were going out to eat and so on and so forth. But when we kind of walked a mile in the shoes of this guest, we recognized a few things. They were going to be using the appliances. They were going to be using the cookware and the place uh, settings, all, all of the things, right, in the kitchen. So to me, the biggest thing was to ensure that the kitchen was fully stocked 
And we even bumped up the cookware from a mid-grade, but to a little bit of a high grade, something that could take a little bit more of a beating, something that's going to be a bit more quality because that guest is going to have high utilization. So we started, I would say, with like a generic brand of, you know, pots and pans. Now we have a little bit more of a robust brand of pots and pans, higher quality um, that, you know, can take the overutilization uh, for sure. So to me, the biggest thing was the kitchen because I know they were going to be cooking. They were going to be, you know, in and out of that refrigerator. And so making sure that all of the appliances in the kitchen were top notch. I would say that's the biggest thing as far as recreation. So in order to kind of give mom and dad or parents um, a little bit of a respite as they come into the property, we actually have created some a little station for children, you know, a little station with a wooden little kitchen with a coloring book and crayons so that, okay, if they have really small kids who are a little bit antsy as they're trying to move into the location, because they're going to be bringing quite a bit of stuff for three or four months or so. So as they're coming in, the, you know, the children, they could sit at that table, uh, board games, tic-tac-toe, color, and just kind of set themselves up as the parents, you know, come in to decompress. It, it really is a different type of guest. They've always expressed gratitude for being there, but you know they don't really want to be there. They would prefer to be in their home. And so just being kind of mindful uh, with that, the whole language, uh, now that you mentioned the whole language and the communication changes, the tone changes. It's not, hey, welcome to your vacation. It's like a little bit more somber, you know, it's like, oh, I'm so sorry that, you know, this happened because something happened. That's why, you know, we're serving them. Um, but let's get you in here. Let's get you settled. You know, we've got fast Wi-Fi. Here's your stations. And, you know, you kind of spell it all out for them as well. We still like to do contactless. But if they do have questions in there, they're going to be at a little bit more elevated need. And they need us to come out. We're happy to come out, mask up, and, and just kind of show them around to set them at ease. Because this is not necessarily vacation they were planning. This is more of a, oh, my goodness, something just happened, and I just need as much help and support as possible. So I recognize that. That's a really good point. Yeah, I haven't, think about, I haven't thought about that. That's really good to really put yourselves in the shoes of, of your guests and really try to understand, like, what's their emotional state right now? And what's what kind of experience and communication, you know, do they do they need in, at this moment, right? And yeah. like you said, I think that's uh, that's great that you're you're really focusing on, you know, these people come in, they might be a bit stressed out, you know, something really oh, yeah. bad just happened. How do you just make them feel comfortable and you know provide convenience to them so that you know at least they feel at home as quickly as possible. Yeah. So I, something that I've noticed that they've asked, and this is not something I've really, I don't think I've clearly documented, but they ask about the minuscule things, you know, like when we're traveling, we typically expect there to be certain things uh, there, but they, they don't, they don't know. Some of them, you know what, some of them may not have never traveled via Verbo or Airbnb. They didn't do all the research. They don't know. They didn't read all of my copy. They don't know. They just need a place to stay. And so what I like to just kind of highlight a few things for them, say, hey, you know what, all you need really, you know, is to bring the shirts on your back. You know, we have linens for you. Uh, we have a starter pack of waters and snacks for the first few days. 
you know, depending on what we're providing, we have the refrigerator, we have some, you know, basic breakfast foods, just come over and just kind of almost shepherd them through and baby them through the first couple of days, you know, and let them know the home is fully stocked. Uh, we have the cleaning crew that just left is fully sanitized. After they sanitize, they don't go back in the house. So just, you know, come on in. Uh, we have keyless entry, but if you do need us to walk you through, we'll, we're happy to have someone walk you through the property. There's a washer and dryer, there's a refrigerator, you know, so kind of almost reading through my entire listing for them because nine times out of 10, they did not read through the listing. They were not planning on this for months and months ahead. This happened Monday and on Wednesday, they need a place. Mm. So it was fast and it was furious. And so just kind of giving them my whole spiel. Yeah, we've helped ha families like you before. The last family was a teacher and you know what, their house is built back up and just kind of give them a spiel that we know what we're doing, <laughs> you know, we've seen this before, um, it's happened, you know, and even if they ask for recommendations, we know three or four contractors in the area that can help them with the renovation process if they're interested, not that we get a cutback or anything, but just to let them know that there are resources out there, they can ask us, and even if we don't know, we can find someone who knows the answers to their questions. Yeah, because that's a good point too, that these people don't actually book themselves on airbnb right it's the insurance company that books the place and they just sent the address over it's 50 50. it depends on who the adjuster is it depends on who the insurance is it's 50 50. some of them um they select the home and then they book themselves and then the insurance will come into the conversation almost like a relocation specialist um and you you'll be conversing with the insurance within the portal and then you'll see the guests appear. Some of them, they do it that way. Others, the insurance will um, book the property and then send them the property. And um, and then it's sometimes in between, it's back and forth and back and forth. And so it, it's not very standardized for sure. Mm. And even within the same insurance company, there's variation depending on who's working on the case. And they're, I guess they're, they may be a little bit understaffed and then the volume is high. So sometimes they just have the guests do all the communications. But um, from an operator perspective, I prefer to deal with the insurance on the front end. And then uh, the guests, once booked, I prefer to deal with the guests, but I prefer to deal with the insurance on the front end. Due to COVID, it's now more important than ever that your guests actually read your house rules and check-in instructions. And there's no better way to deliver that information than by using an online hostfully guidebook. You can build your guidebook in just a few hours and simply include a link to your guidebook in your welcome email. Your guests can access it on desktop, on mobile, and they can even print it out. Now, as a result, you look super professional. Your guests have a better experience as they don't have to read through endless paragraphs of text. Instead, they can go through a nice looking guidebook with lots of visuals. That means fewer questions for you, more time for you to focus on other areas of your hosting business. Sign up now at hostfully.com and use code PAD to get your first two months for free. That's hostfully.com, H-O-S-T-F-U-L-L-Y.com, code PAD, which is P-A-D. So when you're dealing with the insurance company on the front end, what are some tips for people who, who might want to you know, start catering to that, to that avatar? 
Yeah, that's a that's a great question. So there are several um, things to be mindful of. I will say you want to definitely do a background check on your guests because this is going to be a little bit of a longer stay. So you want to take out your hat. That's a little bit more of a long-term landlord hat. And I've never really been a long-term landlord. So I, I pulled my resources, reached out to others who are in that world. So I have them sign a lease like you normally would with the short term, but more of a long-term lease. I have them sign a lease. I have them provide a deposit. The insurance provide a, a pretty large deposit because again, these are larger homes. Um, we do five to eight bedroom single family homes. So these are larger homes. So if something goes wrong, it can really go <laughs> wrong in terms of damage. So I, I do have them provide a deposit. Traditionally, it's been a refundable deposit. I think uh, going forward, it's going to be a portion refundable, portion non-refundable because it takes a little bit more when you have a longer term stay to turn over that house. So I would suggest uh, for those who are listening, perhaps a non-refundable deposit, especially if you're accommodating pets as well. Um, Some other tips are in terms of the insurances, the homeowner, depending on the value of their home, that's how much they can have allocated for their short-term rental stay. For example, some insurances, they allocate 25% of the value of the home for the short-term rental stay, okay? So if you have a home that's worth $100,000, $25,000 is your short-term rental stay um, allotment. That sounds like a lot. Yeah, it is. And so whether that takes, you know, per claim, whether that takes one month to use or 10 years to use, or it won't be 10 years, but it's 12 months or less. It's It's got to be used in 12 months or less. So say you charge, you know, $5,000 and it's a five month stay, that's the 25,000, you know? So that's typically how the um, insurance allotment works. And so as an operator, I look at that, I kind of have an idea of how much insurance money they may have to spend. So I take that into consideration. Uh, Number two, another thing I take into consideration is the current uh, rates that hotels are charging at the moment. So the insurance wants to push back with my pricing because I I do charge a pretty high premium for my properties. And I will tweak it to work with the insurance. But here's the deal. This is business to business. If the insurance is charging a very high rate, and this is a large family that will probably need three, two or three rooms, right? So I multiply that by two times 30 to get the 30-day rate, how much that will cost. And then you have three dogs, right? How much is it going to be to board three dogs? I take all those numbers into consideration. And that's why I prefer to deal with the insurance. Then I can talk to them and say, hey, I'm not going to charge that. You know, I'm charging this. And Mm -hmm. so I will charge a lower amount than that. But it still really is better than, you know, long term rental. And it still is kind of in line with my short term rental rates. So I will have that kind of conversation with a family member um, who just went through tragedy in terms of the specific numbers. The only thing I will say to them is. Yeah, you know, this is going to be more beneficial to you because, you know, we're housing your pups and you're cooking every day. So the insurance also pays a fee for them to eat out every day, too. So that's another bucket. If they're cooking, 
not so much, you know? So that saves also. So I try to highlight that it's going to be cost effective to stay with me. That if that conversation happens, it's going to be more cost effective to stay with me than staying at a hotel, three rooms, boarding your dogs, eating out every day. You're getting unhealthy. You're, you know, and so that's kind of how I sell it. If they feel as though my rates are a bit high, but with the insurance, I'll get down to the numbers because some of them, they just see a number, but this is all inclusive furnished accommodations. You have everything you need. So yeah. what's the problem? You know, everyone's yeah. under one roof and, you know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, surely trying to house everybody in different hotel rooms and, you know, finding a place for the dogs. I mean, not only is it probably more expensive, but it's also like just a big hassle. Uh, It's not fun as well, because, I mean, I can also imagine like in times when you're kind of stressed out because, you know, all this stuff happened, you you probably want to be with your with your dogs. Right. Oh, dogs like dogs are just positive energy yes (laughs) that that adds another layer i mean imagine having to ward them and put them away that's going to be even more stressful than where you were already so definitely the pets and that's why we came from we're a luxury brand we came from no pets absolutely no pets within moments we realized we were leaving money on the table Mm -hmm. and if there is an obstacle there's a way, right? Because the obstacles, if there's an obstacle, there's a way to overcome the obstacle. So we got laser focus on how do we become pet friendly, but how do we clean the space as though there's never been any pets there? And so that was the goal. And so no, pets are definitely a big winner. We're, we were one of the first um, companies to go pet friendly in our entire area. Now everyone is pet friendly, but it's like, come on. <laughs> They got the memo, you know, people are, want to travel with their pets, period. Yeah. Do you, have, do you provide any any special amenities for the pets? Not really. I'm actually looking at um, a friend of mine. She makes custom linens, like, you know, the little pet beds that would match the, the king bed that we have. And then a custom little pet bed that has the linens that matches. So we're going to... <laughs> We're going to add add that. I think that's super cute because that pet is like, it's, it's a baby, you know, that pet is like a baby to you, but we do have a doggy doors at some of our properties where the dog can just go out of the door into a fenced area to the side of the house, you know, and then go out and come back in. So that's definitely something that we have. That's, that's kind of fun. And they like that. Yeah, it's, you know, this reminds me of when I first started hosting, I hosted a couple of families and, and I recognized what you were talking about is like when you make the kids happy, when the kids are happy, as soon as when, when they check in, when the, you make the kids happy first, because when the yeah. kids are happy, the parents are happy. Right. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I actually bought, I bought an Xbox and I would have a, I would have like a, a game ready like when people would check in, if I knew there was children involved. And mm-hmm. so then as soon as they walk into my apartment, I, I, I turn to the kids and I'd be like, hey, you guys want to want to play this game? And mm-hmm. so they'd be on the couch playing within a minute. That's it. And the parents would just be like, ah, <laughs> what a relief, yeah. you know, because then they can, you know, figure everything out with the check in and, and, you know, unpack the bags and all of that. So I, I imagine it's kind of like the same thing with, with pets, right? Cause people love yeah. their pets. So when, when you make the pets happy, then everyone's happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and what you were saying a little bit earlier about, um, 
the level of relief that they get. One of the moms said to me, imagine cooking for 10 people in a hotel room. You know, imagine, you know, it's just a crowded space. And so when you provide accommodations that everyone can kind of spread out, you know, you're right. The kids, they run upstairs and there's this big game room area that they can hang out. The pets, they just, you know, they're sniffing around. They're looking, the parents, they just kind of take a step back because you're right. And it's not something I really thought about, but it's not for them. They're more worried about, okay, will the kids be able to adjust? Will the kids have a workstation to do their homework? And will those were the questions. And those are the questions that we continue to get. And matter of fact, one of our properties, we have two offices, two dedicated office, a play area, because we do understand when you have larger families and some kids are going to school remote, parents are going to work remote. If I'm on a Zoom call, my husband's on a Zoom call, my kids are on Zoom calls, you know, you can't really have that happening all in one room. So we do try to accommodate two offices. And in the bedroom, we even have a little desk tucked away in the corner. So if three people have to be on a call simultaneously, they can also just kind of tuck themselves away into different spaces to work. If they're all, you know, not on calls and they're just on the computer, they can be in the same room. But sometimes I've had to take it. I don't know if Julie told you, I took a Zoom call with Julie in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> at one point because you know we had a lot of family around every it was pandemonium so I, I had a one-on-one with her so I had to hide myself she goes where are and then someone opens the door and they're like what and someone like had no shirt on it was like crazy <laughs> they were playing basketball I was like oh my gosh so it was hilarious but everyone's looking for a little corner or a little nook to do that workstation. It's it's so key. And that's something I didn't touch on, but it is so important to have that fast Wi-Fi and have a workstation type space because people are working from home, whether it's kids or adults or some somebody's working from home. And sometimes multiple people are working from home. So keep that in mind as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and you mentioned Julie. Julie is uh, Julie George is one of our coaches in Legends X and she was your coach. How was, yeah. how was your experience? How was your experience with uh, being coached by Julie? Julie is everything. Okay, <laughs> I love her. Her energy is just amazing, and she is so real. You know, because honestly, when I saw her on, you know, the best-selling book, the book cover, and everything. I'm thinking Julie's not going to be very approachable. She's this million-dollar host. She's she is so down to earth. She is so funny. She is so approachable. And I'm really humbled and grateful to say that she's my friend. You know, I, I consider her a friend. She's the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's amazing. She always cracks me up as well <laughs> for jokes. <laughs> But she's yeah, uh, she's, she's a powerful uh, she's a powerful woman, uh, and uh, yeah. super. We were super honored to have her on our team. Yeah, yeah. When I didn't see, I think there was a meeting I didn't see. I was like, "Where's Julie?" I'm always looking for her. She's like somewhere gallivanting across. The, she's globe trotting um, beaches and everything, and she it's so well, so deserved. She's really um, taking some time off, and I think it's an inspiration. She works hard and she plays hard too, so yeah, <laughs> that's inspiring. Well, you'll you'll be able to uh, hang out with her tomorrow on the uh, alumni call, the Legends yes. alumni call. So I can't she'll wait. Be there. Can't wait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. So. Um, You were getting to the end of the podcast and before we'll uh, we'll dive into contact details and for people that want to maybe reach out to you or people that want to stay in Atlanta with you, people looking for a home, 
in the yeah. Poconos Mountains. Is it the yeah. Poconos, Poconos Mountains? Mountains? And that's in Pennsylvania, Northeast area near New York. Right. I know right you're on, wondering. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty familiar with the U.S., but there's still some places I haven't been to. So, uh, but yeah, tell us uh, just quickly one. What was the biggest number one lesson that you learned throughout the LegendX program? It's a lesson that I think that I knew, but I didn't know to the extent of which this was important. Uh, your network is really your net worth. You know mm. the the partnerships that I, we made, you know, with other members, the accountability. Um, I know that I could just reach out to any of the LegendX members in my pod and even outside of my pod and say, hey, you know, you had mentioned, you know, this lender, for instance, because, you know, we're always looking for acquisitions. Can you tell me a little bit more? And I would get a warm introduction to their resources. Uh, someone is using tech. Well, what do you think about this versus that? And then I would get a one-on-one -on -one call on a Friday, a Zoom call, and then we can share screens and they're walking me through, you know, how they were able to navigate something or, hey, you know, I'm having this issue with my cleaning team and I would get on a call, you know, so within the pod. But, you know, what was most crucial to me outside of the pod, outside of that, we made connections also, like real life connections, not just in an environment where, you necessarily, you're there in front of a group, but one-on-one -on -one contacts. And I got to tell you, I feel like I could reach out to each and every one of them and say, hey, can you help me with this? Hey, I have a question about this. And then to be able to turn around, if they ask me for something too, I'm going to drop everything and make sure I can provide them the value because I know that's how the relationship goes. So the relationships, Jasper, above mm -hmm. all those, I mean, your systems are rock star. The resources are rock star, all of that stuff, but the relationships uh, with these guys and with these gals, because they're operating at a level, you know, at a whole other level. And, 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 you know, when we are too, compared to a lot of our colleagues in the industry, but it really it elevates you, you know, when you're able to network, um, have that accountability with them. Uh, we look forward to breaking bread in person, you know, at some point when we're able to, because, oh my gosh, these are, these are some of the top people. And so to me, it, it's that network, it's that relationship that we have kind of in the 90 days, we, we've become so close and we will continue to grow that way as we, you know, navigate through the post uh, sessions and the alumni. And so I, I, I just love it. I love the group. Um, just a lot of positive energy, a lot of transparency. And so I think it's it's the networks and the relationships are, are key. I love that your network is your net worth. Yeah. A great way of summarizing it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Do you agree? I 100%. No, 100%. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, another expression is uh, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. Yeah. Right? Same. So, same. Yes. 100%. Awesome. Yes. So, uh, for people that are listening, and, you know, some, maybe some people want to stay in Atlanta, or they want to stay in the Poconos Mountains, how, do, how can they find your, your short term rental brands? Yeah, absolutely. If you go to a couple of websites, I actually have a list that I wanted to share with your group. It's shorttermgems.com slash best 2021. 
shorttermgems.com slash best 2021. And what that is, Jasper, is a list. I, a lot of people ask me, where do you invest? Where are the best places to invest? Well, it took a lot of resources financially and time over the last few months. I put together a list with a big company for the top 75 places in the U.S. to invest. So if you go to that website, grab your list so you can start to see where to invest. A lot of my doctor friends, they always ask. So I finally said, you know what? I'm going to send this out to everyone so they at least know where to start investing. All Pocono Rentals, you'll see all of the properties listed as well as my Georgia properties, the Pocono properties. If you go to allpoconorentals.com, Definitely jump on there, take a look at the properties, reach out to me, reach out to the owner, Svetlana Conquise, and I will offer, uh, we are onboarding properties right now for property management uh, purposes. And so if we're able to gather a few more properties, if anyone's listening to the podcast wants to send properties our way, Svetlana is giving a $1,000 finder's fee for uh, properties that are, um, once they sign the contract, and if it goes through, it's a $1,000 referral fee. So please, please go to allpoconorentals.com and you can reach out and find us there. Awesome. And we'll put all these links in the show notes that you can find at getpaidforyourpet.com. Awesome, Rachel. Uh, I would love to talk more. We've uh, we've already been talking quite a bit. So I want to thank you uh, so much for, for being part of our community and uh, for sharing your wisdom on the podcast. Absolutely, Jasper. And it is such a pleasure being here. I'm so I got to tell you, I'm so excited to be on your podcast. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> thanks, Rachel. And thanks to the listeners. And we'll be back on the Thursday. And uh, by the way, we are still taking applications for Legends X, but not for long, depending on when you listen to this. But at the time of recording, uh, we still have about uh, four or five days of uh, applications uh, open for Legends X. So if you want to get out of the hectic host position, if you want to connect with that network uh, that Rachel just described, then go uh, to strlegends.com slash X and you can find all the information about the program. You can find uh, testimonials from people that have already gone through the program. I've interviewed a few uh, of the students as well. So you can get a really good idea of uh, whether the program is a good fit for you. And if it is, if you think it is, then uh, apply for it. And we'll get on a call with you to see if it's a good fit for you. So with that said, thanks, everybody. And uh, see you next time. Get paid for your pet. 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 If you have over 30 units, you have an annual revenue of over $2 million, or you operate boutique hotels, then the STR Legend Mastermind is for you. You are not alone. We have a group of over 30 high-level entrepreneurs in our mastermind, and we get together on a weekly basis to discuss our biggest challenges and to learn and to grow together. Go to strlegends.com to find out more information and apply for the Legends Mastermind if you think you are a good fit.